0: Ponder this. Ponder this. Ponder this. (laughs) Approximately 7 billion people live on Earth today, each of us young in the grand scheme of things. After all, there are roughly 6,500 years worth of recorded history, and even the oldest living among us represent a meager century in time. So here we are, billions of children, trying to make sense of this thing called life. We do this together. We collect the past knowledge of mankind, each generation's contribution to philosophy, art, science, mathematics, and religion, and we add to it. As an interesting side note, it's easy to perceive the ancient teachers as being still among us, as if they have somehow defeated death. I have a bust of Aristotle at home. Even this father of Western civilization was really no more than a blip on the radar of time. Other philosophers have added to his ideas, just as Aristotle adapted the thoughts of great thinkers before him. While Aristotelian logic lives on with us, Aristotle does not. Only a trace of him survives in his writings. The point is, we're all mere babes in the cosmos, playing our part in the ongoing story of humanity? Or is it our story at all? Why are we here? We've all asked this question. And without trying to sound like a child in Sunday school, the Bible has the answer to our question. We were made to be image bearers of the creator, image bearers praising the maker. This is no mundane title, no menial task. The father's children made in his image but are we bearing God's image properly? Judging by the course of human events, I'd say we haven't always put forth our best effort. Where did we go wrong? In Eden, where the serpent tricked our first kindred into bearing another image, their own image. We wanted to be wise. We wanted to be gods. I say we because I would have eaten the fruit too. Since the time of Eden, we have built our towers toward heaven in hopes of being gods. We bear our own image in every selfish thought, in every selfish deed, perhaps even in every selfie we take. Aren't we long overdue to wise up and bear the right image? As I said before, all our human knowledge is stacked up over many centuries. We build on the ideas of past generations. There is nothing inherently wrong with this or is there? I'm a history teacher, and I often tell my students to allow the past to shape the present for the future. This accrued knowledge has the potential to make us wiser, doesn't it? We still desire to be wise, just like Adam and Eve did in the garden, but as image bearers of ourselves, could it be that we seek the wrong type of wisdom? Before we go on, let's define wisdom. Wisdom is good judgment. It is the right application of knowledge and truth. When knowledge is applied rightly, our lives have deeper meaning. There's nothing more meaningful than being image bearers of the creator. Unfortunately, even I sometimes wonder if there is something better out there. My perspective is bent, as C.S. Lewis puts it in his science fiction classic Out of the Silent Planet. My perspective needs to be straightened out. This won't happen while the children of the present seek the knowledge and wisdom of the bent and sinful contributors of the past. This is the wrong sort of wisdom. Just as a side note, I know the elements of truth can be found in any culture. All truth is God's truth, no matter where it is found, but that is not in the scope of this podcast. So, the Bible tells us what the right kind of wisdom is. James 3.13-18 says this, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. According to this passage, there is such a thing as godly wisdom. James says that you will know those who are truly wise because they are humble, they are selfless, they are peacemakers. We should look for the right kind of wisdom in the wisest of role models. We should look to Christ, the Son of God, the last Adam, as Paul calls him, who bore the image of his Father perfectly and in a way that no other human could before him by bearing God's image all the way to the cross and beyond. One of the best places to find this Jesus is in the Gospels. The Gospels show us how Jesus lived and loved. I have often wondered why Christ wasn't just sacrificed as a baby. It's conceivable that Herod could have accomplished that task early on. But the Gospel isn't only the death and resurrection of Christ. No, it is also his life. Jesus had to show us how to bear the image of God rightly. And now he beckons his children to follow him. Matthew 16 says this, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Christ calls his disciples to walk in humility by putting him and everyone else before ourselves. By doing so, we can truly be wise as James describes wisdom. May we grow to be humble, selfless peacemakers that rightly bear the image of God and fulfill our part in the maker's grand story of love and redemption. I'm Dylan Higgins for the Ponder This podcast. Thanks for listening.